0: Around the world and here at home, bringing relief, hope, and the life changing message of
1: Jesus. You're listening to the Mize Missions Podcast with Terry Mize.
0: Hello, everybody. Glad you've joined us today. We're so thrilled to be able to talk to you on the Terry Mize Podcast today. And uh, just want to remind you that you can find us and tell your friends and neighbors. Um, we're at terrymize.com. And every time we do a broadcast, that's where you will find us. Also, over on TerryMeyesMinistries.org, we have every single podcast archived there just for your listening enjoyment. And able to really, you could probably put yourself through Bible school over the last several months of um, ministry that we've done here on the podcast. You'll also be able to find our products over there. Um, Our monthly newsletter gets posted there, and then our calendar and ministry um, schedule that we have. Also, uh, Terry has a couple of. uh, We have some Facebook pages, and Terry Mize Ministries' uh, Facebook page. We put the podcast information and things up there, also. So we just want to make all of that available to you and remind you that the Word of God today is in no shortage, and that you are by technology so blessed. And have the advantage that other generations did not have to be able to access such marvelous things uh, about the kingdom of God, about the word of God, and be in so many ways ahead of the game um, from other generations that have been behind us. So today we're going to talk to you about it. Terry and I have just come back from... Um, some ministry in different parts of the country and world, and (laughs) we've had a wonderful time and headed out again here in just a few days. So just wanted to um, encourage you with the good things that we've got today. So, darling, go ahead and let's begin talking to the folks.
1: Well, sure. It's always a pleasure to talk about the Word of God and always a pleasure to talk to our friends and our partners. And, and, uh, you know, I remember, Renee, I was thinking the other day about how whenever we, Oh, back in the seventies, I guess, uh, late sixties, early seventies, whenever we really begin to look into the word, uh, for the word of faith. Right. Now we were Christians anyway, right. you know, right. uh, you'd been raised in a great church. Dean had mm-hmm. been raised in a great church. Right. Uh, I've been raised in a great church and Jackie had been, had been born again as a teenager and, and, uh, uh went to some various and sundry churches when she was a teenager and then later right. moved to, uh, uh, out to West Texas, where we met right, and then uh, her aunt and uncle were were my pastors <laughs> and so uh she was in that great church and so uh so we we knew God anyway, we were filled with the Holy right, spirit anyway right, we, right. We, we we prayed in tongues anyway, we believed in the gifts of the spirit anyway mm-hmm. we we believed in healing, we believed in prophecy, we believed in the gifts of the spirit we believed in the move of the Holy Ghost, but the difference was when we got really hungry for what we we Finally got labeled the word of faith right. uh, or, or the word or the faith message or that sort of thing. Uh, and, and we got so hungry for it and began to dig for it and begin to dig into the word and, and see what we could find and see see how we, we could get in the word and apply it to our daily life mm-hmm. and apply it to to how can we take this to the bank how can we make this work you know i'm i'm delighted it worked for moses i'm delighted it worked right, for abraham right. and that was the kind of sermons we heard in church growing up all those years right. was hey it was great in moses day hey it was great in abraham's <laughs> day you know hey it was great That's in right. you know and i always thought yeah but what about my day yeah, you know, I told my mother and, I always
0: wanted to hold it when my pastor was preaching. Great messages. And about the ninth grade, I said, I just want to hold up a sign that says, but how yeah, do right, I do this right. or why? Exactly.
1: You know? and, uh, and, and the other message we heard, we heard the message of the past, that God was right. great in Grandma's day. Yes. Right. But then we heard the message of the future about it. Oh, it's going to be wonderful in heaven. <laughs> I tell you, when we get to heaven, it's going to That's be so right. great. and I'm That's going to stop right. by your mansion for a few million years, and we'll go right. have another cup of coffee for a while over here and we'll Stroll go visit over, over here and, with yeah. you. <laughs> and and I kept thinking, Yeah, but what about my day? What about yeah, my day? How do
0: we feed the kids? And
1: of course Jesus made that so plain in Luke chapter four, whenever he walked into the temple. Right. And the Bible said that was his custom. It was his custom to go to the temple and, yes, and stand up and that's read. Right. And so when he when he walked into the into church that morning in Luke chapter four and they handed him the Bible or the scrolls in that day, they handed him right. the scrolls and, and the word says he found the place where it was written. You know, he, he, he knew where he knew where he was in the Bible. You know, he found the place that's where so it talked about him. And he, so began to, and he began to read those scriptures and declare those scriptures. And that's when he made that marvelous declaration, which he read out of Isaiah. Uh, he read out of Isaiah, you know, the spirit of the Lord is upon me. And has anointed me yes. to heal the brokenhearted, to set the captives free, to, to right. preach it live. you know, and, and he went right on into that preach the acceptable year of the Lord. And and so he read all that and sat down and, and everybody mm-hmm. was happy. All the church folks they just sat <laughs> there, you know, and They had heard him read before, and they'd heard the other young guys read before, and they'd heard the scribes read before, and the Pharisees read before, and and so, you know, they just kind of came into church that that day, and they just kind of settled down for a little nap, Mm -hmm. hoping they'd wake up sometime, you know, after the offering and sometime before the benediction, and and yet they just didn't pay a lot of attention because they'd heard all that before. That's right. But then it says that Jesus uh, sat down, or just before he sat down, it says he made this statement that woke them all up. Not only woke them all up, but changed their history and made them really mad. And he said, This day, this day, today, 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 this scripture out of Isaiah is fulfilled in your ears. Yes. And they had never heard that before. Mm. They had heard, yay, it was good in Abraham's day, and hey it's good in grandma's day, and hey it's going to be good when we get to heaven. But they had never heard this day. It's going to be good today. And so what he was saying to them is, "Hey, bring it on now! Bring me the sick now! Bring me the broken-hearted Hallelujah. now! Bring that's me the right. afflicted now! Bring exactly. me the poor now! Bring me the uh, the captives now! Today, this scripture is fulfilled in your ears." And that made them mad. That's what irritated them and made them mad. In fact, they, they got right. real mad, and they wanted that's to do right. some—you know—wanted to kill him. And uh, and so that—that's the way we were. We were looking for, hey. I'm glad it was good in grandma's day. I'm right. glad it was good back in Smith Wigglesworth day and John G. Legg's day. And I'm glad it was good back then. And I'm glad it's going to be great in heaven. But, you know, right. I need to know how to make this work for right. me, for yeah. my family, for my kids. To how do we put food on our table? Exactly. How do we keep the devil run off from our house? How do, we, how do we run sickness off and disease off? And how right. how can we get our finances blessed? And how, how does this work today? And so as we begin to study those kind of things and look into the word for those kind of things, uh, those were exciting, exciting times. And you know, I'm just as excited about today as I was back then because it right. worked. We right. found something that would work, right. and uh, we begin to listen to to people like Kenneth Hagan and and uh, uh, and then Kenneth Copeland, and <laughs> and there weren't right. many to listen to back then. I mean, there were a lot right. of good preachers, right. and there were a lot of good Pentecostal preachers, a lot of good charismatic preachers, but I mean, guys that were preaching the word of faith, what we were calling the word of faith. When, and, uh, and
0: the what the distinction there too Terry was the fact that they showed you the how to They oh, exactly. say say this exactly read that well we went through in the 60s that, we went through we, we
1: actually came up a notch from uh, I don't want to say come up a notch because that that makes it sound like I'm putting preaching down and I'm sure not uh, the Bible says Jesus came teaching and preaching and right. healing and healing teaching and preaching and healing he didn't right. do one above the other he did the one he needed at the time right. but 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 all those many years that we grew up in the church it was all preaching. Mm-hmm. Nothing wrong with preaching, but he, it, but preaching tells you have faith, right? You know, believe God, <laughs> right. do this. But then the teaching came along, where we said, "Here's how to have faith, right? Here's how to believe God, here's right. how to make this happen." And so we went from a day of just where it was all inspiration, to where we went into a day of information, right? But you know, we don't we we don't don't want to get stuck in either one of those. We want to do the preaching and the teaching, and then when sick people are around, we want to heal.
0: No, that's wrong. You right. need
1: to do the one you need to do at the time. In fact, the Spirit of the Lord spoke to me when I was just a teenager, and he said, son, if you want the ministry of Jesus, you're going to have to do the ministry of Jesus. He said, if you're going to want the ministry of Jesus, you need to teach and preach and heal.
0: No, that's all right. All at the
1: same time. You, you know, do, do whichever one's needed yeah, at the time.
0: You know, and you can add even into all of that, the supernatural, you know, came about in all of that too, with him casting out devils on so many dynamics. And so it was always a confrontation with the devil, it was a confrontation with the the, the world that would try to kill, steal, and destroy. And then just that spirit of infirmity that hovers over people for not only. Terminal diseases and chronic pain and that kind of thing. But you know how one person in a family can get a cold and then everybody else will get it. Oh, of and that spirit of infirmity will try to stay there and get a stronghold and then next time it'll be stomach flu and then next time it'll sure. be that or that or that. And and that Desperation is what I know. Well, that's where your
1: faith, your personal faith, your individual faith makes such a difference. That's right. Because instead of doing what you've always done, what you were raised to do, what mom and daddy did, what grandma and grandma did, what the neighbors do, Mm. and that is uh, shoot yourself in the foot with your mouth. (laughs) You know, you, when you start saying, oh, the kids are right? sick, well, I guess we'll yeah. all get sick. Or, oh, yeah. that, that baby's sick, so I guess yeah. the next one gets sick. It, 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 we begin to realize that right. your mouth and your that mouth. your words yeah. made all the difference in the world. And, of course, when you say the word, you make folks mad like Jesus did. Oh, I
0: know, I know. I
1: can remember my dear, sweet <laughs> grandmother. <laughs> oh, yeah. I loved my grandmother. I was so close to her. Uh, but you know, and of course I was man when I was trying to figure this stuff out, yeah. you get you get aggressive with it, you know, and you You get, really do. You, you have get, to be uh, so
0: militant uh, to keep your babies here. You, you do, hmm.
1: you get militant. And so when you know, we'd walk in the house, you know, and my grandmother'd say, Well, you know, the, the the grandkids are sick with the measles or they're sick with the mumps or they're sick with the hoop and cough or they're sick with this. So right. uh, your kids played with them the other day, so they're gonna come down with it too. Oh, I And heard you know, so so, so and, you know, I had to either say <laughs> yeah. something right you have because to because silence is that. agreement, you know. No, that's right. So I, you had that's to speak something into the atmosphere. Yeah. And so I had to say, No, our kids don't get sick. Our kids <laughs> don't get the mumps, our kids Not don't get kids. the measles. <laughs> my kids my kids don't get the whooping hoop and cough. And of course then they'd look at you like, Well, who do you think? you are. Oh, why, Terry, why would you say such a thing? Why it's are you so arrogant? Offended why are you? Them
0: immediately.
1: It immediately offended them, but yet you weren't trying to be mean to them. You were trying it to protect your kids.
0: Stake out our territory, not in this area. It's not going to come it's here. It's kind of like
1: them, you walking in them saying, hey, I picked up some rattlesnakes on sale today. I'm going to pitch them over in your kid's bedroom. And you say, <laughs> okay, no, 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 you're no, not. We're no, not we're having, not doing that.
0: Well, it, we just became so alarmed. All of a sudden your head catches on to the fact That if you don't say something to, like, not just negate that, but in defense of your family from what they're trying to send over to you, like you said, then you've got to. And they're
1: not even trying to send it consciously. It's just that's built into the curse, that's built into into the the world system. They're going to speak what they see, and faith doesn't speak what it sees, it speaks what it wants to see, it speaks what it desires to see. You know, you can't be a mountain mover as long as you're a mountain builder.
0: No, that's right. It, you know, probably the most prime example of some of that, too, you know, is the, is the children of Israel in Egypt when when that curse of darkness came over the whole land. Sure. That one thing showed me so much, Terry, that it was dark all over the whole land of Egypt, but where the Jews were living, it says there was light there was in light. the land of Goshen. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that just was such a testimony to me that, that, that my house... Could be the different house oh, exactly. and my kids could be the different kids exactly
1: your house can be the can be the light on the, yes. on, the on the block yes <laughs> you know?
0: yeah to everybody else say, hey there's refuge there's light there's help there's healing there's there's a defense against the world system you know my family probably like every a lot of other families you bought Tylenol and and Nyquil on sale in the summer, so you'd have it in the winter. Well, yeah. I mean, we were preparing to be. The television sick. commercials
1: would <laughs> would come on, you know, in the uh, oh, yeah. in the summer, preparing you for the winter. They'd say, "Now, when you when you get this, when you get you know, when your nose itches, when you sneeze, when oh, when yeah. this happens, when you cough, then buy this."
0: Well, my so daddy everybody had runs a whole, to the store
1: and buys that in preparation, in preparation of what's preparation coming.
0: For if you, my daddy had a whole drawer in the bottom of his dresser that was loaded with every kind of in, you know, infection medicine that sure. would come, any kind of viral, bacterial, he'd buy the two for one, or one and put it all and stockpile it all in sure. that bottom drawer no one you're to need repair. It. And Dean and I just went in and, and just total act of rebellion to all of that in our house. And we just threw everything away. Sure. <laughs> we just sure. said, we're not going to prepare to have this. And you know, it's, it's, I'm not saying that that's what gets you healed, right. but it's just the mindset that you have sure. to change.
1: No, exactly, exactly. When
0: you can change your mindset from preparing to be sick. To preparing to be healthy and strong and whole, that turns the tide in the psyche of every Christian to realize that, like Jesus said, "The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me."
1: That's right. Today, today, this yeah, day, boy, this God, scripture is you, fulfilled Lord, that makes in your ears, such a and yeah. that made the church mad, and still makes the church mad today. It made <laughs> it the does. church mad at me, it does. you know, and I'm back so sorry you know forty that. years ago, yeah. it, or fifty years ago. My yeah. goodness, and uh, still makes people mad today. We have got to declare. Right. what the word says so we can remove mountains and not build mountains you can't no, be a mountain right. mover as long as you're a mountain builder as long as you keep building that mountain with your, right. with your mouth you're not going to be able to cast it in the sea
0: your two cd series that we were talking about the basics of faith and then the the earlier series that you did on on faith building i mean those two series are just so helpful not just faith building but they're informational and there's there's line upon line there of how to really begin to build your faith so that people can grow because you don't just get this overnight you can be get some understanding of it and begin to start but faith keeps needs to get keep being built and then you as you build your faith then your confession can begin to change and you give your brain some new words to think about
1: no absolutely absolutely you know i mean back years ago people would say well, you're just talking. You're just talking mind over matter, right. and I'd say no. I'm no, talking no, the no. Word of God over matter no, because it's right. the Word of God that built the matter in the first place. That's when right. God said light be light yeah. was, when right. He said fig tree be fig tree was, when He said fish be fish was. Right. You know, it's just a. Uh, it's the word of God over the matter. The word of that's God right. created the matter and the word of God can control the matter. That's and so right. when we say, speak the word, declare the word, say the word over your body or over your finances or over your family or over whatever's going on, uh, people act like oh, that's a weird thing and it's some kind of a new mm-hmm. deal. No, no, no. God, God started it in Genesis, uh, in Genesis, the first right. chapter, when it says in verse three, verse six, verse nine, verse 14, verse right. 20, right. it says, and God said... And that's it was principle. so that's, that's, that's what started this thing. And then it got down over, over the years to just, you know, saying, saying how you feel and saying what you see instead right. of saying what you want to say. You know, you know, people say, well, the faith message is, uh, says you can't have any feelings. I said, no, no, no. The Faith message doesn't say you can't have feelings. No, it says right. that you do the word no matter how you feel. That's exactly It doesn't right. matter how you feel. You do the word anyway. Feel like it or not.
0: Though the fig tree shall not blossom, yeah. neither fruit be, be, on, be the fruit vine, on the vine, neither labor of the olive fail, and the field shall yield no, no fruit. fruit. Though it. the flock be cut off in the fold, and there be no herd in the stall, yet, yet. will I rejoice in the mm-hmm. Lord. There's a, there's a, the overcoming side Absolutely. of every part of life.
1: Absolutely. And that's Old Testament New Testament. That's right. Every every Bible hero, Old Testament and New Testament, everyone that we look at that that had a a great miracle and a great victory, operated those kind of faith principles. And every one of the heroes that had some great defeat (laughs) (laughs) violated those very principles. Samson's last words were, let me die with the Philistines. Philistines. He didn't have to have said that, and he didn't have to have done that. He could have been saved and gone on and judged Israel like God anointed him to. But he said, let me die with the Philistines. So what happened? He died with the Philistines.
0: Right, right. Well, and the classic example that so many people use, and you taught on here just a few weeks ago, that David, even after what Saul said, and even in the face of Goliath, what he told him, David said, "Hold it, I've got something to say." No, that's right. You know. And well, y'all that's ought to go back principle. and get that podcast out of yes. the archives
1: from a few weeks ago that says, "Then said David." <laughs> then
0: said David. <laughs> then
1: said David. That's there so always powerful. needs to be a "Then says you," a "Then that's says right. me."
0: Right. That you have to have. The, the response back to whatever the bad news in the mail came, whatever your body's saying, whatever the situation in your family or your job looks like, you don't have to stay with what all that looks like. And that was such a revelation to me that I didn't just have to accept it. And I'm a young you know, mother, 23, right. 24 years right, old. Right, right. Dean and I had already gone through three years of Bible school, been raised in church, and the shock to my system, that nobody had told me I had authority over. Exactly.
1: It. Why didn't somebody Why tell didn't, me this? <laughs> I thought, here
0: my baby's laying in the hospital, sick as he can be. They have no hope and nobody's going to come tell me that, but tell me that there must be sin in my life or we must not be doing more for Jesus. Now, God hates
1: your baby. God, hate,
0: God <laughs> didn't want me to God have a baby. have any babies in I'm heaven, so he's, gonna, so he's going to take yours. Yeah, I mean, either out of the will of God by action, by time, or by geography. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that here I am and, with and a sick isn't baby. It,
1: isn't it amazing how yeah. How how the church, I mean, I'm talking about the church as a whole, you know, the the, the system, the church system. Isn't it amazing how... They always do the negative. I mean, from Jesus' day, they did it. Right, they got right. mad at Jesus when he said, Let's do it today. Right. You know, if, if you'd come into your church, or, or if I'd have come into my grandma or my church mm-hmm. and said, Hey, isn't it going to be great when we get to heaven? They'd all just smiled and cheered and <laughs> clapped. And, oh, honey, Boy, you're just exactly, such a right. great creature. Or, 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 or if you'd come yeah. in and said, Hey, I tell you what, wasn't it good in Moses' day? Wasn't it good in Abraham's <laughs> day? I tell you, didn't God move this? all. Oh, yes, praise oh, the Lord. My, my, oh, yes. you're just a good kid. You know, you're just a good little Christian on. kid. But when you come in and say today today that really makes them mad. I I remember in uh, probably in the I bet it was 1967 68 something like that 69 yeah um well I went in the army in 69 so it might it might have been it must have been 69 or or something like that 70 I don't know doesn't matter <laughs> but but I was just so hungry Right, the word and right, trying to say right. there's got to be something else there's got right. to be something else i know all this stuff the church has taught and i agree with all this I mean, i'm for all this stuff but sure. why but what wh- how do i make it work today mm-hmm. and i remember there was a gentleman in our in our town a good man a good christian guy businessman and and uh he started a tape uh library a tape lending library i mean pretty big pretty extensive i mean he rented a little little house and just made a little tape lending library out of it and there's it just hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of tapes in there from all kind of preachers and i remember i went down to him one day and uh i said uh i said brother bill i said uh have you got any tapes on a guy named kenneth copeland
0: oh wow. i said i've
1: heard his name and i've heard uh you know i i want to i want to i want to just listen to see see what some of the things he's saying you know some people are real upset about what he's saying but i'd, I'd, I'd like to hear it for myself and it's almost like I was buying marijuana or, right. or, or drugs or something. You know, he took me over in the, in the side corner and he said, he said, now, Terry, he said, I like you. Said, I've known you for years. You're a good young man. And he said, so, so, and I trust you. He said, so I, I've got some of those tapes, oh, but he wow. said, I don't keep them out in public. He said, they're in the back room. And he said, uh, and they're not any good. He said, this guy's not a good guy. I said, he's preaching some bad stuff. Oh my He said, but I do have some of those tapes. And since I know you and I love you and you're, you're a mature Christian, you know, and this all in his, his right. build up, he said, I'll let you have them. But he said, don't you tell anybody, and, you know, and, and he said, and don't you get sucked into this stuff? Because he said, man, this is bad stuff. Yeah. And I said, okay. You know, so I felt like, I, like I said, I felt like I'm doing a drug deal, man. He slips me these tapes and. I take my them home, goodness. and dear God, you know it's the same thing Brother Hagan was preaching, right? And the uh, same thing God had been showing me. You know, I told right. you I've said several times on this on this podcast that the Lord gave me as a sixteen year old kid as a youth leader, and in prayer, God gave me what we call today the faith message right. or the word message, and He right. told me He told me you can you can talk, talk like God. Like and that God. changed my life, right? And so, and then I heard Brother Hagen; uh, he had come to our town and, and rented a room out at, or a meeting room out to a Motel Inn or something, mm-hmm. you know. And I went out there and heard him and said, dear Lord, this is what God's been talking to me about. This is good stuff. And then here's this Kenneth Copeland guy, and he's saying the same stuff. And uh, and of course, it revolutionized my life. Right. And uh, I remember the first time you and Dean and Jackie and I met down at Brother Osteen's Church, Lakewood Church, in and, and at, at Thanksgiving of 1974, uh, I had just given my testimony about the hitchhiker brother osteen had called me it just happened a month before in in october 74 and brother osteen had heard about it about how i picked up a hitchhiker and the guy pulled a gun on me and tried to tried to rob me and tried to kill me shot at me five times at point blank range that bullets didn't hit me that's right i I told him i'm a man of god i've got authority over you in the name of jesus you can't kill me and he shot at me and couldn't kill me couldn't rob me and so uh um I had just told that testimony, and just some of the phraseology, some of the words that I used in that testimony made you and Dean, know. we hadn't met yet, no, we but hadn't. made you all know that I was a faith guy, right? Because I used some words during that testimony. I said things like the uncompromised word, right? I said things like the integrity of the, the word, word of, of God. God, and that that just just lit a light up on you and, and, and Dean and y'all. I, I, yeah, I said I had to make a quality, quality decision. decision. And you know nobody talks like that. Nobody except us, the, the few faith people, <laughs> That's right. you know. That's and right. you and Dean came running up to me after yeah. service and said, "We know who you've been listening to." That's you know? exactly And, right. and, and That's so we became went. fast friends from that That's very right. very night, and uh, and we still are to this day.
0: Well, you know, something similar happened with with Dean and I there in Shreveport. Jerry and Carolyn were kind of, uh, you know, Seville. Seville were trying to you know help Dean and I get over some of our religious tradition and and. Uh, all the things that had happened in our life. And it was like, like you said, it was like passing black market, you know, contraband yeah. oh, absolutely. around. We have, they gave us those two, um, you know, uh, cassette tapes then of Brother Hagan's You Can Write Your Own, you can ticket, write with your own ticket with God. Your Own And your uh, confession, and confession brings, brings, possession. brings possession. Absolutely. And I wrote those things out word for word to try to get through the mental block in my head of religious tradition that God wanted my babies healed all the time. Absolutely. And that it wasn't, you know, one time is the, you know, God doing it to me or the devil doing it to me or which one was, was you know, God I trying don't know to teach me that something always or the devil's makes the trying church to hurt So mad. Yeah. And it makes you double minded. Just like you Janet trying said. to get
1: your babies healed. Yeah. Makes I mean, this people mad. Innocent, this,
0: this, <laughs> this is an innocent little four month old, yeah. innocent little two month old yeah. when Matt came along And just trying to get those tiny little babies over all of those things and prepare their life for health and wholeness rather than get sick, get healed, get sick, get healed, or just get sick and sick. But the church said, no, no, no,
1: here's how we did it. Here's how you've got to do it. No,
0: no, no, no. And that helped me. Even after all that religious, wonderful church upbringing, after all those wonderful teachers in Bible school, there was still that religious tradition, like Jesus said, makes the Word of God of no effect. And as
1: long as you say... Yesterday it was great and yeah, tomorrow right. will be Tomorrow's... great. Nobody cares. That's but so when right, you say Terry. what Jesus so said right. is today is it's the today. day. Now today this my day, kids are getting better. This day, this scripture <laughs> <right>. is fulfilled <laughs> in right. your ears. Today I'm coming. Bring on out of the this sick. Yeah. yeah. Today, today I'm, I'm, I'm coming. And you know, that th- they get mad about, uh, they get mad about when you start confessing what the word says and believing what the word says about money. Yeah. No, that's the same. You know, we thing. were just at one of the Copeland's meetings just, uh, just recently and, and, uh, uh, just going into the meeting, you had three or four people stand outside holding up signs saying, <laughs> oh my gosh, "saying yes. the prosperity message bless will take you hearts. to hell." And and uh, and people, you know, they use the word prosperity in several of their signs. And yeah. I thought, I thought, bless their darling little hearts. You yeah, know, they really. what what, what 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 is your problem with God blessing you and you having money yeah, to pay your bills? All the
0: things, all the issues in life. Let's pick this one. <laughs> you know, all the real dire, dastardly things going on. Remember that guy that came up to us and asked us if he could de-Christianize oh, us? Oh, yeah, a
1: guy walked up to us and said, hey, can I talk to y'all a minute and de-Christianize you? And I said, I don't think so today. Yeah,
0: I thought, "Would well, you then I guess that'd you would be a long, to go to hell. To that'd be able, a long,
1: hard talk, wouldn't it? What, yeah. what does that even mean, de-Christianize you? I don't
0: know. I, he just seems so passionate about it. I I asked
1: you after he said that, I said, I said, what is his motivation? I know. Our motivation to get someone saved, we know what the motivation is there. Yes, we go up yes. to somebody and say, hey, can I can I talk to you about Jesus? Can I, yeah. you know, and, and you get them saved. Well, there's a motivation to rescue them the, from hell. From t- but eternal for somebody death, to say, let me yeah. de-Christianize you, let me get you unsaved, <laughs> what, what, what's the possible motive?
0: I just thought, and he seemed—he seemed like a nice guy, but I just thought the terminology was just so unhelpful to anybody trying to cut, draw close to the Lord. Oh yeah, absolutely. You know, that's—that's that's just not even intelligent marketing. You
1: know, we walked <laughs> past a guy, and he said, uh, "Hey, if you're going in there to that convention center, you know, you're going to get messed up. You're going to get this happen. they going to get this right, happen." Right. And you know, we just walked by and just shook our head. You know, Proverbs tells you about fools,
0: right? Right, that you can't answer a fool. <laughs> You, is, either you answer them, it doesn't help them, or you don't answer them, it doesn't. It doesn't help, them. help me either. Way. It, it, yeah. Neither one's going to help One place help in him.
1: Proverbs says, "Don't don't answer a fool." Another place it says, "Answer a fool." Answer fool <laughs> because, because it doesn't, make any, it doesn't make any whether difference whether you answer him or don't answer yeah. him; he's still a fool.
0: And it says, if you do try to correct a fool, you'll get the beating for yeah, him. Yeah, exactly. You know because they'll rail back on you. So, folks, that's why we're preaching and doing the. The podcast you know, I, I is like, try I, to help you not be a fool and learn some stuff. You know, I
1: feel like I've been in so many foreign countries over fifty years of well forty nine right. years of missions. You know, and I've given away food and given away things, and, and and you know nobody comes up to you and says, you know, why are you giving this food away? Don't don't give this to these people. And it's I feel like it's the same thing with the word of faith or with the word. You know, you are just you are you are trying to rescue perishing people. You are trying right. to rescue, and then you are trying to tell Christians, hey, look, you can come up a step or two, right? You know, you don't have to believe this. You still go to heaven. I mean, God loves you and you love him. You're saved. You're born again. You're going to heaven. But right. look, you can, you can come up and believe the word right. and start change, where your faith would have a difference in your daily life. That's right, and I know we're going to have to go.
0: Yeah, we've got to go for today. We, I don't want to. I know. We we just. I always told my church. I said, "Oh, let's just keep preaching and order chicken. There <laughs> you, know? you go, fried chicken or pizza, and pass out that, and we'll just keep going." And uh, but we just love you, and our motivation uh, is to just do everything we can to lift your feet out of any trap or deficiency in your life that the enemy has has in some way had ascendancy over your personal success because this book is not just to tell stories the bible isn't just a book of stories but it's literally to give you vocabulary, to place in your mind, to say out of your mouth, and to have a brand new life in Christ Jesus. We love you today and just want to remind you that you can always find us and tell your friends and family. com is where they can find us. They can go to terrymizeministries.org and find all of the archived podcasts that we have for you. Our products, the partner letters there, the calendar of our ministry of where we're going to be and where we're traveling to are all right there for you. And then also we have Terry Mize Ministries' Facebook page, and we put up a podcast a new one every Wednesday. So just remember now, every Wednesday, we're going to have a new one up sometime during the day. Our producers will put that up for you, and then you can have that brand new podcast for a whole week to examine and learn and take notes from and begin to apply new principles and new things from the Word of God. And we love you, and we will see you again next time. And always remember that you are more than a conqueror right here in the United States of America, wherever you're listening. Jesus is Lord.
1: You've been listening to a Mize Missions podcast. For all the latest updates to our global projects,
0: speaking engagements, and social media, visit us at terrymize.com.
1: You can partner with us to give living bread to dying men around the world. Get involved at terrymize.com. Until next time, Thanks for
0: joining us. This has been a presentation of Terry Mize Ministries.